to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 224, The Doctor's Daughter. My name is John, and joining me every time we put our hand into a mysterious machine and a weird clone of us comes out is my good friend Taylor. I think it might be your clone. Taylor, hello. Hi, Dad. Um, Wait, what? (laughs) What a plot twist. Dang. That's right. Uh, Tonight's episode of Podcasting is being hosted by our cloned alter egos, Tadler and Jan. Jan with five A's. Yes, and then an HN. Yeah, there you um, go. I have no That'll idea work. what's going on. This is, yeah. It's weird. It's weird <laughs> it's taking weird. over for people that have hosted this show for over 200 Man, episodes. Man, I know, right? They'll be back, though, I think. They will. Taylor, how are you doing? I am I am doing well, John. How are you? How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Good. You know, um, had the birthday. Yes, happy, happy, happy having a birthday. Thank you. How was it? It was fun. It was, it was pretty chill. We had um, we had a seafood. Uh, I think it's called a boil. I just call oh, it yes. sh- shrimp in a bag. Is what I call yeah. it. Yeah, um, that was very good. Lauren also got me my favorite ice cream cake from Baskin and Robbins, which oh, is uh, okay. What's your gold favorite me- gold medal ribbon? That's my favorite ice cream. Hot, dang it! I kid you not. Um, Amber went and got a an ice cream cake for uh, Mother's Day because we had the grandparents over. Ah. And um, it was, well, our Mother's Day plans got thrown kind of into a hitch because our, our fridge basically died. Oh, no. Week. Yeah. Um, thankfully, it's repaired and working now, so that's making me happy this week. There you go. Uh, yeah, having a fridge, it's kind of awesome. Um, so she was like, yeah, I'm just going to do like Togo sandwiches and I'm going to get like an ice cream cake. And, um, and it's so funny cause she was like, yeah, I just kind of picked from what was there, but I saw when it was gold metal ribbon, that, that could be really good. Uh, I te- uh please tell her, uh, first of all, uh, happy belated mother's day. And secondly, I will. can confirm gold metal ribbon is an ice cream. I have been eating since I've been in middle school nice love it it's my favorite it's my favorite ice cream uh and also this this uh ice cream cake was shaped like a baseball so uh, there you go can't go wrong with that awesome awesome i will let her know (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh dude oh my god best the cake is now gone um yeah r.i.p cake there's just a little bit of a little bit of ours left (laughs) uh yeah we we well i'm sorry i mostly decimated it not not in one sitting. Uh, well, that's good. Over a couple of days. <laughs> All right. I mean, we kind of said, kind of sort of said what was making us happy this fortnight. But uh, Taylor, you got anything else? Um, well, um, I'll say this: I um, the bus has been running really rough, like really rich, Ooh. like more fuel than you know should be in there. And I was trying to figure out what it was. Um, and I was really afraid it was just going to be like, I've got to buy a whole new carburetor. Um, but I, uh, took one adjustment screw out and I kind of took a look at it and I was like, you know what, this is not seating correctly. And I went back and I found the one that was in it originally. And sure enough, that seated correctly. And I managed to get everything kind of tuned properly and, uh, 
ran it around for a little bit last weekend and it does not stink of gas. Oh, good. So that's always a plus. Uh, uh, I yes. think, I think the next, uh, I think the next tank of gas I consume, uh, will have much better mileage. There you go. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Hooray for fixing stuff yourself. What about you? Anything? Uh, for me, I think, uh, you know, the birthday making me happy. Yeah. Um, I will be fully vaccinated this Thursday. Uh, yes. That's making me happy. Uh, and Lauren got me a, a new laptop for my birthday. Wow. Nice. Um, basically, uh, kind of a twofold thing. My laptop was like from 2013. Okay. Uh, so, and, and it was refurbished. So, cool. yeah. So it's even. Even technically older. <laughs> yes, I I was basically using it to um, remote record podcastica when we were at um, Gallifrey. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. Um, what else would I use it for? I'd use it to transfer stuff from my mixing board to that computer to you for gotcha. editing, and I'd use it for like random work stuff, but nothing too crazy. Yep. Uh, and we are going. Uh, and we'll get to this at the end of the episode. Uh, Lauren and I are going to go visit my family for a week um, on the 22nd through the 29th or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm going to work while I'm there. Uh, okay. And I found out about uh, Sidecar. Have you heard of that with a Mac? You just basically uh, use a. You, I feel like I've heard the term, but I don't know what it is. Basically, you can turn your iPad into a second screen. Oh, okay, okay. And I went, this is perfect. I can, uh, you know, I can work remotely and I'll have a second screen because that's, you know, I need a second screen yep. to do most of my most of my work. And uh, it wouldn't work with my old laptop. Oh, but now it will with your new one, right? It will with my new one, which was very funny because the day of my birthday, I was talking to Lauren. I said, you know, I might cash in my Dogecoin because I have a decent amount of it and maybe I'll get a new a new laptop and she played me all day. It was the day before my birthday. I'm sorry. She played me all day. She played along. She's like, Oh, what sites are you looking at? What are you doing? And then later on the day, she's like, do you want part of your, your present? And I was like, sure. And sure enough, it was a new MacBook air. Nice. (laughs) I was like, God, good job, Lauren. Yeah. She, she did a very good job. Very uh, good with the gift giving this, this year. And everywhere. All right, so that's what's making me happy. But uh, we got some some who news that is also making me happy. So let's. Oh, uh, that is for sure. Let's uh, get on into it. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, holy smokes, we have got our first block of guests for Gallifrey One next year. And let me just say, if if you've been on the fence about going and you haven't bought tickets, you might want to go ahead and get tickets now. Because are we ready for this? Uh, returning, uh, and I'm very excited about this. Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred. Yes. Um, the, the big, big news so far, the mother flipping master, Sasha Dewan. I am losing my mind over this. Uh, this is, I, I read that and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. That is a huge get. That is a massive get. And I am just over the moon about it. Because I love his turn as the master. And oh my I am goodness! Yeah, so excited. Very, very excited. So excited. Um, and this actually is going to be his first North American convention appearance, no less. Hey, even better. So also, also very excellent. Yeah. Um, returning many, many, many time guests. They've lost count. It's Fraser Hines. Yay! 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sophia Miles, uh, who we remember from The Girl in the Fireplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nabil Shaban, who played Sill in yes. uh, Vengeance on Varos, Trial of Time Lord. Yes. Right. Um, Annette Badland, who um, you may not recognize by name, but you might recognize her as a Slitheen. Ah. Yep. Um, so we've got some we've got some more uh, first season of Doctor Who uh, guests. Um, and then I'm going to uh, rattle off a few names. Uh, Stephen Gallagher. Um, he, uh, wrote, uh, two episodes of the first, uh, not of the first series, I'm sorry, of classic who, um, and he wrote, uh, warrior's gate and terminus. Oh, yep. Uh, India Fisher, who played, uh, uh, Charlie Pollard, um, uh, for big finish, uh, Conrad Westmess, um, who also has uh, done work for Big Finish. We've got a bunch of Big Finish names here. Uh, Sadie Miller, um, who is uh, the uh, daughter of Elizabeth Slayton. Oh, yeah. Oh, doesn't she? Does she? Does she play Sarah Jane? Um, she does think, in Big Finish. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think so. So, like I said, we got a number of Big Finish names uh, here as well. Christopher Naylor. Um, let me go down here a little bit more. Roberta in Granada. Um, so we've got, uh, some of the comic book names in here as well. Jody Hauser, of course, uh, Lisa McMullen. Uh, she writes for big finish. Gary Russell needs no introduction. Nope. Uh, Mark Corden. He's the, uh, second assistant director on season 12. Oh, um, and not only that, uh, but also took the opportunity to, to make a cameo as Omega seen stood next to Tecteon and Rassilon in a flashback in the Timeless Children. Love it. It's kind of awesome. That's Love great. it. That's great. Um, very uh, famous hydrologist and fan of water, Tony <laughs> Lee. And huge hey. New York Mets fan as well. Oh, excellent. Nice. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Um, hail hydration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob Ritchie, who's an animator and graphic designer. Uh, who's worked on some of the missing episode animations. Oh, great. Yes. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Um, and one of the uh, regular artists for Doctor Who Magazine's uh, comic strip, uh, Martin Gergety. I might be mispronouncing that. And apologies if I am. Uh, David and Samantha Lee Howe um, from uh, Telos Publishing. Uh, Keith Barnfather. Uh, of um, uh, the Mythmakers interview series yes. and uh, all of that. Yeah, Jason Hay Gallery, who if you're a fan of Big Finish, you needs no introduction mm-hmm. whatsoever. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and so that that is it so far. I I know for a fact. So far. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so far, Paul Cornell will be there as well as he's like, well, of course I go to Gallery 1. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that alone, I'm like, yeah, this, this is, is it's already star studded. And let's yes. see what more we get. We got 283 days, 36 minutes and 44 seconds and counting. <laughs> um, and I and I believe I believe Sean and the Gallifrey one folk have said there's probably going to be um, at least two more guest block announcements. All right. Uh, one a bit more in summer and then one, I think, closer to the end of the year. Let's go. I'm ready. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, 
latest Doctor Who magazine apparently um, revealed an interesting bit of information in the fact that uh, someone else almost played the Eighth Doctor. Yeah, I actually I threw this in the uh, in the in the notes here. I think early last week, mm-hmm. and I I was blown away by this because it was pretty close apparently. Yeah, um, and I wasn't familiar with the guy's name. His name's Harry Van Gorkum. I wasn't familiar either. Um, and um, honestly, the 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 thing that I found most hilarious about that is that um, someone, and of course I can't remember who it might have been, a friend of the show, Mike Sulko, um, shared a, a picture on Twitter of uh, Harry Van Gorkum and. Um, Oh Lord, Fran Drescher from an episode of The Nanny, and was like, "Okay, alternate universe canon. This is the <laughs> Missy." Oh my! And I went, "Oh my God, yes, please!" Um, and then had to send it to Ben Patton, who also does a uh, nanny-related podcast. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Weird, weird weirdness going on. Um, yeah. It it would have been interesting. He didn't have the name, which is ultimately why he didn't get the part, or why which, they took it from him. Which is funny because before the TV movie, I had never heard of Paul McGann. So yeah, very I guess funny. It wouldn't have made any any change on me. Yeah, but also, I mean, like now we love Paul McGann. So oh, of course, of yeah. course, shared Definitely elevator with him anything. once. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I shared an elevator once with Fraser Hines, but I've yes. told that story before. <laughs> um, so apparently over in Dorset, uh, there is a new uh, Star Wars series filming. I don't know which one it is. Might be the Obi-Wan. Who one, knows? Not sure. I feel like um, Obi-Wan was supposed to film in Boston. Um, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, they are at Win Spit Quarry uh, in Dorset, which, oddly enough, Doctor Who has used many times as well. Do you think we'll recognize it? Um, it's a quarry, <laughs> I imagine, probably. Yeah, I've seen that quarry um, before. How I, is, I see- you know what, if we were ever forced to change our podcast to a name to something else, the name of the show would be, uh, I've seen that quarry before. Oh my God, that would be great. <laughs> That's that so dumb. No one take that. I will be crushed. Coming on episode 300, the great name change. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, so I, I saw a reply that apparently it, it was the uh, same quarry used in Death to the Daleks, which is a oh. John Pertwee story. Probably others. I would not be surprised. Oh, they went back. Um, you know they went back. Oh, I'm sure. You know, once a good quarry, always a good quarry until it's mined out, I suppose. Yes. Um, and sadly, we have to share that Andre Moran, who uh, played Roger in the second Dr. Cyberman story, The Moon Base, but also played Sergeant Chevalier in six, count them six, Pink Panther films, has uh, passed away at the age of 94. You know, I don't think I've ever seen a Pink Panther film. Wait, say what? Yeah, I don't think I have. If If we actually had a record scratch sound on the soundboard i would make you hit that right now wait what yeah i don't don't have the audio and that's have okay. not seen one that's okay um you sir have some homework you need to watch some pink panther movies because they are fantastic all right i i will uh i'll get into that all right now taylor this last one did you take a look at this 
You know, I took a look at it and it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to maybe watch one of these and and see what I think. And then frankly, work got really, really, really busy um, <laughs> and I didn't do it. Um, but tell me more about this, John. What is this? So Doctor I, Who cut down. Thing. I saw somebody retweet this and I I was like, oh, this is this is weird. I'm going to check this out. And it's basically a website and it'll be in in the uh, in the show notes. Yeah. Where this person has taken it upon themselves uh, that the slogan is Doctor Who fan edits, not better, just different. And basically they have taken mainly, well, all classic stories. There's a couple that they they have done. Um, and they have cut them down to where they are, where they're shorter. So they cut, okay. they, they still make sense completely, but they have, um, they have cut out some stuff that it might be like, you know, repetitive stuff that we already knew, or, um, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that they, that they have cut from it, but it's just, it's very, just kind of tightened things up as it were. Yeah. It's just, it, they've tightened it up and, I I downloaded one, but I didn't get around to it just because, um, you know, I can't even remember which one I downloaded. It might have been um, Spearhead from Space. I can't remember, but okay. they've done a lot of them, and you can go here and you can you can download them for free and watch them, and they're kind of like visual cliff notes. I assume that's what you would call it, right? That's that's a way of putting it, certainly. And it's just very interesting. They've done a lot of them. Um, I don't even know. It was like a late night thing where I saw somebody post it and I just decided to look at it. And yeah, it, it's just an interesting thing. We're going to put it in the in the show notes. And if you want to check it out, you can check it out. And it's just yeah. uh, they put it's a way uh, more approachable to those who have watched the new series and only the new series and find the serialized format a bit daunting. Uh, or people who have issues with pacing. Yes. <laughs> but still, I don't think I would have watched uh, watched these. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting thing to see like what they did and what they cut out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they say these edits I'm, are not better; they're just different. Right. Right. There you go. Fair point. I have to wonder if uh, when when this uh, when this editor gets around uh, to the Daleks, if the entire jumping across the chasm scene. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let me check. Let's check right now. Has they haven't done it? Oh, they haven't done it. But I wonder if when 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 they do, will that whole scene stay? It's I I already knew how I would cut it, and I assume they might cut it the same way. You, yeah, you have to establish what's happening, mm-hmm. and then get skip. I think two or three people, and then you get to the guy who who's fallen. You, well, yeah, you've obviously got to do that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me, folks. But yeah, there. check it out. It's it's interesting. Uh, the quality of the one I downloaded was also very good. Oh, nice. So I'm not sure what they're ripping their uh, their um, media from, but it looked very good. Cool. All right. So this week we watched uh, The Doctor's Daughter, starring David Tennant as the Doctor, uh, Freema Adjman as Martha, Catherine Tate as Donna, George George Moffat is Jenny. I don't know why I'm talking like this. And Nigel Terry is General Cobb. It was written by Stephen Greenhorn and directed by Alice Troughton. No relation. No. Nope. First aired May 10th, which is the day we are recording right now. Yes. But it aired in 2008, and it is the sixth story of season four. And we have, as I scroll for the first time, we have a decent amount of story notes. Yep. 
Yeah, thank you, fine folks at TARDIS Wiki. Yeah, from a production standpoint, it was notable. Uh, the episode was notable for its interesting casting of George Moffat, the real-life daughter of Peter Davis, and most people probably already know this already. Yes. Uh, in giving the part of Jenny to George Moffat, the production team had cast the daughter of an actor who played the Doctor to play an on-screen daughter of the character known as the Doctor. Mm-hmm. In addition to this, obviously, the episode marks the first meeting between David Tennant and George Moffat. A year later, they started dating, and they married on the 30th of December, 2011. Cute. Yep. Very cute. Yep. Uh, Russell T. Davies has uh, stated that this episode, quote unquote, does exactly what it says on the tin. (laughs) Stephen Greenhorn's episode has the doctor facing a dilemma unlike any before. And it's wildly different to the Lazarus experiment, which I believe he also wrote. Uh, He also said that his episode was designed by Russell to change the doctor in a big episode that will have a real impact on him. And that in terms of series continuity, it will be a lasting impact. This was inspired by Greenhorn stating in a Doctor Who magazine interview that the doctor just doesn't change. Hmm. All right. I mean, I get it. They did that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I suppose we could kind of debate that point a little bit, but yeah. It's a story note. Moving on. Jenny's impressive acrobatics in a corridor full of deadly laser beams was inspired by Britney Spears' toxic video. And I think, wouldn't that mark the, oh no, it was Hit Me Baby. That's the second Britney Spears reference in Doctor Who, yes. Yep. Um, Although I'm sure somewhere there is a fan edit where they've set that scene. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. I'd be surprised if there wasn't. Uh, at the end of the episode, Jenny escapes from Messaline in a stolen spacecraft to travel the universe. Uh, of course, this mirrors her father's actions. Oh, uh, stylistically, I didn't put that the together. interior. <laughs> what? I didn't put that together. Oh, no? no. Yeah. Stylistically, the interior walls of the craft that Jenny steals is reminiscent of the TARDIS's interior throughout the original series. That's so. very funny. And I did not Little catch nod. that. There you go. Little nod. Um, and, and strangely enough, we recently finished season three of DuckTales, and I don't want to give away any spoilers, um, but David Tennant's character, um, there is also kind of a Doctor's Daughter uh, thing that plays into the series finale that I'm not going to... The series know. finale. Series finale. Yeah, yes. we're, we're a little behind, I believe. Okay, yeah. then I'm glad I didn't say anything. It's season three is now on Disney+. Plus. Oh, great. Yes. We were waiting on that. Yeah, just recently, just within the past week or so. Yeah. Uh it ended up on there. And so we have now watched it. I've been very entertained. I should I should have said this as what's been making me happy this Such week. a great show. There were some really deep cuts in like modern DuckTales to like other like nineteen eighties Disney properties like Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, The Adventures of the Gummy Bears, Tailspin. Yeah, man. Just a whole bunch of stuff. And I have managed to uh convince my son to at least try one episode oh yeah and like the quack pack yes uh, which is dude. like te- yes you remember the quack pack yes i mean i got him to try like one episode of each of them he wasn't really feeling uh rescue rangers <gasps> the guy i know i know i was like seriously <laughs> like i loved it um the gummy bears he's like it's okay you know, it was my wife's favorite series as a kid, uh, but he's really glommed on to Tailspin. All right. He's digging Cloud Tailspin. Kicker, let's go. Yeah. So that was that was kind of cool. It's been very entertaining kind of being like, here, 
Oh yeah, because Disney Plus has all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like Taylor. How are you finding out? Like we're apparently sponsored by Disney. We're not sponsored by Disney. No, Plus. we're not. But <laughs> that's it. Almost turned into a commercial. Like Taylor, how are you getting all these old shows? <laughs> that's great. I mean, Tailspin. Oh my goodness, that's great. Oh yeah, so good, so good. Not in. Um, so, I yeah. was I was a Rescue Rangers kid for sure. I was too. Yeah, dude. Chip and I Dale. was too. I loved it. I, I I even loved watching the Adventures of the Gummy Bears. I mean that that show actually lasted like five or six seasons. That yeah, was, it's crazy. I didn't realize it Disney went Afternoon, long. man. Mm-hmm. 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 Disney Afternoon. My goodness. Good stuff. Good stuff. Absolutely. All right, Taylor. Before we start uh, talking about this episode, you have a world famous synopsis for us. So take it away. I do indeed. And before I dive into it, I really kind of wanted to adapt the lyrics for the bare naked lady song one week uh, into my synopsis (laughs) um, because apparently, you know, that's the, the twist of this uh, Dr. Who story. And I, I tried and man, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. Um, Yeah. Anyway, the Dr. Martha and Donna land on the planet Messaline where a war has been raging between the humans and the half for, well, no one really remembers how long the humans really like the doctor's hand and decide to copy it. They didn't bother asking if he had a spare laying around already. Uh, as a result, we get Jenny. David Tennant eventually gets a wife. Martha gets a moment to ugly cry and Donna figures out the numbers. Well, no need to enter them every 108 minutes, but together they have to prevent the humans in half from destroying each other while searching for the sauce or source, the source. Yes, but could also be the sauce. We and don't know. I swear, you, you listen You listen to General Cobb say source, and it sounds a <laughs> lot like sauce. And in my head, it, that's just, they would, became the search for the secret sauce. And who knows, there could have been sauce in there when, he, when there might have the been. doctor Why broke not? it. You don't know. Exactly. Seeped into the earth, the sauce. Anyways. <laughs> uh, Taylor, what did you, uh, you think of this, revisiting you know, this? It's it's funny. I there's there was actually kind of a lot of the plot that I had forgotten about in the past thirteen years, but it was fun. Um, I I enjoyed it. It it definitely was a way to kind of you know push kind of Doctor Who mythology forward in in a way that hadn't been done before. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, yeah, this was a fun story. It was fun to revisit it. Uh, always fun to see uh, David Tennant. And I mm-hmm. mean, I forgot when this started up. I went, oh. This is a this is a uh, dual companion story, right? I I honestly had forgotten there were any. Yeah, I I completely forgot because this was this was in the middle of Martha, and then I'm sorry, in the middle of Donna, and then Martha just kind of showed up for like a couple of episodes, right? I believe so. Yeah, and then this was technically Martha's like farewell to the Doctor mm-hmm. before the Doctor's ultimate demise. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think um, yeah. Overall, I, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. I'm good, like I, I think I forgot more than I remembered about this. That's for sure. But as yeah. it went on, I went, oh yeah, I remember. I remember a lot of this. Um, what do we think of uh, of the dual companion? Did we like it? Um, I mean, I did. I think so much of like early modern Who. It was always such a one on one. Yeah. Uh, uh, pairing. You know, I and I don't really. Th- think i mean unless i'm completely forgetting we really kind of had like a multiple like regular ongoing companion until the ponds yes i think so right yeah until yeah Uh, 
So, so to kind of have a little bit of that dynamic here and, and, and to have both of them, you know, kind of be characters who are like, Oh no, we're just friends. Yes. You know, or we're, or we're just traveling companions. Yeah. And, and not kind of have that slightly more, uh, romantic angle. Yeah. Um, it's nice. I like it. I mean, I like that they can, um, you know, they can both kind of sass the doctor a bit. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I love that they both have different like specialties. Oh yeah. You know, um, they're, they're both kind of focused on different, uh, things around them. You know, Donna's checking these numbers and it's like, okay, what, what is this? And, you know, um, Martha is, you Being know, doctor. the doctor in the medical sense yeah. of like, I have to help this person. This person <laughs> is my patient. I have to help fish person. Fish, yes, our, our our fish people. Yeah, we'll get to them um, in a minute here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so it's nice. They, they they don't. It's not a situation where you've got um, two different characters who are kind of trying to serve the same purpose, and so one gets underserved. Yes. Um, so I, I do like that, and obviously they they kind of set the story up where you know we get our two companions separated. I mean that's an old school that's an oh, old school trope for sure. Classic separate trope. the companions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so they they've got to you know both find their way around to the other end of the story, and they do that really well too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing that I, I noticed, and I think I. The only other time I've really noticed it is I'm like, we get it 12. I'm sorry. Yes. 12 thinks Clara isn't pretty. I I was kind of getting that vibe and we get it. The doctor and Donna are not a couple. Oh, right. It felt like it it was asked a couple of times. I did find it very funny that when they were called a couple, they were more concerned about that than being shot. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, uh, I, I get why they do it, but also it's just like, if we're, you know, we're traveling week to week, we know they're not, we know it's a, she wants a mate, not two mates. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's, it is, it's one of those things where you don't have to kind of like play that joke every time. Yeah. Or even every other time. And I mean, like a I, couple of times, sure. Yeah. And it's been a while since I think we have both watched any Donna, um, tenant stuff so who knows how many times they actually did reference it but it feels like a lot mm-hmm. well and it, it, it it's one of those things that has kind of um you know lasted through fandom right right when people think about the doctor and donna they think about the i want a mate not i want to mate yes you know kind of gags it's i that's kind of why i feel like with this story with the doctor's daughter you know people remember you know, oh, it's Jenny. Oh, it's hi, dad. Oh, it's always with the running. Yes. You know, it's that stuff. And, but there's so many other things in this story that, you know, I'd, I'd forgotten about because I really kind of only stuck with the things that fandom keeps repeating. Yeah. You know, the stuff that ends up on a galley ribbon every single year. (laughs) Yes. I mean, basically that the doctor has, has a in canon, well, another in canon daughter Mm -hmm. and i mean i guess that brings us to jenny yeah uh just uh you know put your hand in this machine and we'll uh we'll pop out a little a little clone version of you yeah it's um it's interesting 
It's and, and it's funny yeah. that it's 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 you know it's the hand, of course, and yes. we we just saw his his last hand on board the yeah, Douglas. Yeah. Um. What do you what do you think of Jenny and and our first meeting her? Um. I mean, I I liked her. I thought it felt like very much a character in in the in the Russell T Davies era for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, I thought she was great. I I get like we needed the, and it's funny because we, you know, the, the spoiler alert for this, this, uh, now what 14 year old episode. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, it it turns out that the, the generational war that they've been having has only been going on for, I believe seven days. Yep. It's been one week. Yeah. One week. And that's why. Jenny says, well, they said it's been going on for years. And she said, no, she said generations. So they've just been cloning the crap out of themselves. And just, uh, man, that's, um, there's a really uh, rated R version of this somewhere with just stacks of bodies. Yeah, just, right. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we get like this war that feels like it's been going on forever. But we do see Jenny kind of pro- progress like faster uh, yep. you know, at first she's like all gung ho about being, you know, she's literally just been born and they give her a gun and she's like, I got it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, she starts hanging out with the doctor and she, you know, sees things in a different way. Yep. And it's, um, yeah, just, it progresses very nicely. Everything's very, uh, sped up much like this war that's only lasted for seven days, but feels <laughs> like it's been going on forever. Yeah. Which is I- a, a twist. A plot twist I completely forgot about. Oh yeah, me too. And it's a great one. Yeah, it, it really is. It's it's a nice take on this thing because I, you really do feel as you go through the story that like, oh, this has been going on a really, really long time. They really sell that well. Um, you know, if you haven't seen this in a long time, if you haven't seen it ever, you know, you you buy into that. Yeah, there's not really like some you know subtle clue somewhere unless can figure out that what Donna's looking at are date stamps. Yes. I certainly couldn't. No. Um, so yeah, they do a really good job of that. And one of the other things I like is, is kind of in the same uh, pace uh, that Jenny goes from, you know, I'm a soldier to, Oh, there's other ways to do things. Yeah. Um, we, we also get um, the progression of the doctor going from, you know, rejecting yes. this notion uh, to embracing it and, and wanting it. And then, uh, then of course, when uh, Jenny gets shot and presumably Is, dies. Yes, presumably dies. You know, mourning it. Oh, yeah. You know, so we, we literally get in a 45-minute episode this, this entire arc, and you feel it the whole way through. Yeah. Um, so that I really, really applaud how they did that because as an audience member, I got pulled into, you know, ah, oh, it's not real, not really a person, you know, to, ah, oh, see, you can do it. This is great. You yeah. Know, hugs. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, I'm now sad you've been now. shot. <laughs> right. By an old white guy. But yeah, man. Thanks, old, old white, white guy. guys. What the heck? Yeah. What the heck? Hashtag old white guy. <laughs> oh, boy absolutely ruined it but um yeah i mean great acting overall you know by uh by david Tennant and uh by georgia moffat i was gonna call her Tennant, (laughs) but yeah not yet not Not, yet not yet not yet 
yeah, and I mean, you know what? I mean, speaking of great acting, uh, but I don't know if I, I would consider it. Uh, I feel like Martha was having a real hard time trying to uh, act uh, with this fish that she yeah. had, that she had just lost. It felt a little. Yeah. It felt a little forced to me. It there is definitely a challenge when the people you are acting against um, just make bubble sounds. <laughs> yes, I'm more talking. Like honestly, I thought it was fine up until like the part where this half sacrifices himself or themselves oh, yes. to save to save Martha, and then he's like, "Well, uh, he basically <laughs> he basically goes like this." I must leave now i assume that's what he said to <laughs> that's probably that's probably a good translation from bubbles of yeah. whatever was bubbling up out of his kind of rather cool looking mask yeah and i mean she's like in quote-unquote hysterics um but yeah, i wasn't I feeling mean, it i was <laughs> like she doesn't i don't think she really cares that much about this fish it is and and i and i I don't. I don't mean this with any disrespect with with the the term, but it, it really is kind of an ugly cry. It's a, oh, is this really? Yeah, you know, emotive uh, thing um, for imagined lovely, lovely person. Yes, absolutely. But it it is. It is that this very kind of heavy crying. And now you're sad. The stuff. fish died. Exactly. Sadder. And not Hysterical. only that, as if you pay attention, as as he goes under into this kind of quick sandish type stuff you you actually hear the glass of his little rebreather crack oh you do that's cool you do you totally he, he goes under and he's just just like just about to drop under and you hear crack and you're like oh okay yeah he's he's dead <laughs> he is for show dead womp, womp. yeah pretty much um and so of course martha has to uh uh plod on herself and get into this she had man it was just like i was watching like the two stories we're having in Mar and martha it's just like it almost was the uh i if they had shown jenny the doctor and donna like all hand in hand skipping with like great <laughs> lighting and then we go to martha and it's all just like black and white and raining and she's just crying that's basically what it felt like to me. Like, yeah, I, you're I, not wrong. I do understand that, like, we did have some problems with uh, the trio, but mm -hmm. uh, nothing compared to uh, Martha trudging through this uh, terrain and watching her new fish friend drown after he saved her. Yeah, yeah. I really, <laughs> Martha is kind of put through the ringer a little bit with that. Yeah. And the funny thing is, I mean, I mean, not funny, haha, -ha, but you know, funny is in look at this observation. Um, you know, more people I think remember uh, the doctor and Jenny and Donna and and their <laughs> yeah. You know, we're inside and we're dry and we're not cold. And sure, there's lasers and sure there's gunfire from guns that shoot more fire than bullets. Apparently, yes. it's just like well, these are weird guns. Yeah, very weird. Um, but yeah, there's just you. We neglect the fact that that Martha's really kind of just run through yeah. with this. I mean, I think you kind of uh, understand and and kind of respect her decision to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Take, take me home. I'm, you know what I'm, the other I'm thing good. was though? When they finally meet up, they're like, "Oh, Martha, it's good to see you. How'd it go?" And she's kind of like, 
Oh uh, yeah, it was fine. Like she doesn't really explain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> much of anything. She's that's like, true. There's there's more just this excitement to see each other. She's like, yeah, it was it was good. I had a good time. I think it's very very strange. Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the half here for yeah for multiple hours. Uh, they are our <laughs> other. Um, I'm not gonna call them villains because it just seems like we were fighting over the same thing. Yeah. Every, exactly. Everyone was at fault here. Um, but uh, yeah, the design of these, uh, they're described as half human, half fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, they are like purple and pink. And they have um, this breathing apparatus that has green liquid in it. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool looking. And it looks like, I, I, I assume it's meant that they are biting down on it. Is that what I'm led to believe here? I I don't honestly know because yeah. when we when we first kind of go to like the half camp, I guess, right? They've got a cloning machine as well. Yeah. And they come out with this already. Um, yeah. So it's like, okay, is that actually part of their biology and it just happens to look mechanical? I mean, granted, they also come out dressed in their fatigues. And, yes. You know, well, yeah, and same with the other side. They come out fully right. dressed in, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what sort of Maybe it's like, a preset. technology, you know, not only clones you, but gives you a closet. Yeah, it's a preset Yeah, uh, the cloning. You make yeah. sure you get all the DNA, but also some clothes in this breathing apparatus. Let's do it. <laughs> it's, you know, what we don't see is we don't see the whole, like, video game choose your fighter thing. Yeah, we don't. And you're going through the, the the selection. It's like, okay, so uh, well, let's put the rebreather on. Let's let's put the fatigues on. Let's let's put the 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 slippers. Oh wait, no, no, no. Let's put boots on. Yes, you know. And and they're just kind of standing there doing that that kind of like loop where they're in a fighting stance, but they're they're bobbing and weaving ever <laughs> so slowly. Yes. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't know. I I would have liked to get a little bit more. Of that information, because you, you're right, it does look like they're clamping down on something. Yeah, I don't know if it's that or if it's if it is something is more, you know, over where their mouth would be, and we just don't see it. I, it's tough to say. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure, but I'm I'm digging the look of the half. I think I they look pretty love cool. How they look? They're yeah. really well done. Um, and and it's different. It's not. I mean, yes, it's humanoid, as in it's two legs, two arms. Yes. Um, but it's not. You know. Um, we have an atypical face. Yeah, obviously. Um, which which looks fantastic. It's really oh, it's really well done. Designed. I really like it. Um, and then we just have to deal, especially if you happen to watch this episode and have headphones on, of feeling like you're in an aquarium <laughs> for any of these scenes that they're all in because all you hear is all this bubbling. Yeah, that's it. I wonder if they did the uh, the R two thing where they actually had lines in the in the script. I. I I don't know. I or was that Chewbacca? It was Chewbacca. Yeah, but I I, I know what you mean, it, and I would be very curious. Um, I, I I would think I would think as as someone writing this script, you're like, okay, all they're gonna hear is bubble stuff, but I at least have to work out in my head what's going on. Yeah. So like, if I was doing it, yeah, I'd probably give them lines. Yeah, I would too. For sure, I would. Um, hmm. What else? There were a lot of good. There were a lot of good lines in here. I mean, one mm-hmm. that I have is uh, you talk all the time, but you don't say anything. Yeah, it's like dang, dang. Donna. Donna was great in this, also. Oh yeah. Uh, just you know, classic Donna taking charge, yelling at people, figuring stuff mm-hmm. out, 
being super smart, being super helpful, always great. Yeah. Um, I liked a lot of the music. Yeah, the music was was pretty good. I I don't think I really had any uh, anything anything note wise, but yeah, I mean, I love uh, the music throughout and the opener always great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing one thing that I do want to talk about um, is like like the last kind of bit of the story um, before the Doctor and Martha and Donna leave. Um, and and kind of in in the scene where they've they've found um, uh, the Genesis device. Yes. Um, uh, thank you, Star Trek fans, for getting that. Um, <laughs> and um, you know we, we've got David Tennant's Doctor doing this this very you know uh, booming voice. You know when when you when you start this new society, you know make yeah. it whatever he says. Um, and it there is this kind of heavy handedness with the message, right? Yeah. We, we get what he's saying, you know, just, you know, make it, make it a society, not, not based on violence, you know? Right. Um, and so I'm kind of curious because obviously with, you know, the past couple seasons of Dr. Who, we, we, we again have had sort of heavy handed messages. I'm looking at you orphan 55. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm trying to figure out what is it about uh, Tenant being able to kind of get away with this heavy handedness compared with something like Orphan Fifty Five that that kind of flops. It's almost too heavy, and you're just like, oh god, really? Um, I mean, you know, I would have to go back and watch more Tenant, but I almost feel like this right here was not Tenant's first rodeo at the speech, so maybe it, it felt like in a speech of this this kind of magnitude. I could be wrong, but that's oh, just what it feels like. No, I'm I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure Tennant has had other moments in other episodes where he is kind of like, you know, pushed this voice of authority. Yeah. Uh kind of thing. And and yeah, maybe maybe we haven't had uh Jody's doctor really do that. And I think um, when we did have Jody's doctor do that, it it was like a couple in a row. So that I think is why it felt a little forced with some of the messages. Maybe. Um, Maybe. I would have to go look at the, the order of stuff again, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that um, I'm just going to call it, Oh, arachnids in the UK. That's what it was called. Uh, arachnids in the UK might've been around the same time as I could be wrong. I pretty don't know. Close. I think, I think within a couple of episodes. Yeah. So, I mean, was it orphan 55 season? It might have been the episode before. Wow. Let me check here. <laughs> no. Oh, no. This was... Uh, Orphan 55 was after Spyfall. So it wasn't even in the same season. Oh, heavens. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yes. We forget Jody's will have been around for three seasons. I feel like Arachnids was the first... Yeah. Arachnids was the first, the first season. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Because then, yeah, because then, of course, Mr. Big comes back in. Okay, you're right, because that is two separate seasons. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, Rosa was before this episode, was before Arachnids in the UK. I didn't really feel like that was a a heavy, heavy heavy-handed message. No, 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 no. So I guess maybe this was the first one where it was like, or no, Arachnids was, guys, I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know anymore go back and listen to our reviews of uh 13's run so far uh yes any anyway we I, don't remember that. <laughs> clearly 
clearly we don't remember. I, we've been through a pandemic. Nothing. <laughs> time nothing time is meaningless. Uh, space is my house. You know, there's nothing beyond it. Um, anyway, my my observation was simply that it was like, okay, wait a second. You know, where where is this difference kind of landing? Like, what is it? What what if we wanted to get um, you know jody's doctor to be able to pull off this kind of you know big message um you know does she have to make it something more like 10 um and just i don't know i i I just saw it and i went wait a second you know we're being a little heavy-handed here how does this manage to land where this other heavy-handed of like oh it was the earth the whole time Um, you know, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's in the writing, maybe it's in the editing. Well, and also I feel like this one, I don't know if they said this is earth. And when you create new society, United States, like they didn't do stuff like that. It wasn't (laughs) right. Right. So I think that's why they, it didn't feel as, it felt like a big message, but it didn't feel like, all right, we get it. We suck. Okay. <laughs> well, and you know what? Maybe that is a good point because we are on a different planet. Yeah. You know, uh, we are dealing with different creatures with respect to the half. And it's not, oh, here's this twist. It was the earth the whole time and we've wrecked the planet. Yeah. Where, you know, science fiction does that great thing of you can look at societal issues, but in the context. Mm hmm of something outer spacey here we have that outer spacey context and we're we're looking at similar societal issues without that connection of like oh no it actually is the earth yeah that might be it i think i think i think you're onto something there i think that might be might be what it is yeah yeah um i mean what what else do we get oh jenny gets shot and then it turns out she's fine as we stated at the top of the episode yep thanks uh, genesis device does do we see Jenny in any big finish? I don't think yes. we have. Well, we do, yeah. Yes, we do. They're having a sale right now. Oh, my goodness. On some of the Jenny uh, titles uh, because, obviously, today is the 13th anniversary of this episode airing in the first place. Yes, there you go. Um, I was going to so, say yeah, they so, should have some some of those, but they already do. They do. I can never figure it out, big finish. Speaking <laughs> of, when does uh, when does 9 come out? Oh, oh, John. Are you asking that genuinely, or are you serving as a segue? Oh, did it come out today? No, actually, but it does come out this week. Oh, great. I need to get it, and then I think um, that will be maybe our episode after next. Very, yes. I think that's a great idea. Okay, great. I think that's a great idea because, yes, the stuff that they are saying on social media all day today is in three days. There you go. Okay. And I just, I can never tell with what, time it actually is in england if right. it's like is it three days now or is it two days but anyway yeah. later this week later this week there you go very excited yes yeah i gotta, for still, gotta download. still gotta pre-order that get on it i will I it's will. gonna be good i'm excited <coughs> oh my goodness i'm so excited oh I've, I've i don't know what's happening that's okay anyway uh i thought this was a nice little wrap-up for martha she's like you know what i think i'm good yeah uh, and then she looks at her she looks at her uh her her, her ring there heading back heading back home nice little send off yeah as we said jenny's still alive she's just uh traveling through probably just space i don't know if she's she's mastered time travel yet but i i'd have to get the big finish stories to figure that out yes and uh i mean i i don't know if i got i got got anything else 
really to uh, to say. You got anything? No. Yeah. No, I think that's it. I, I think it's time for uh, some buttons. Oh, yeah. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time all right, what do we got here? We we've got some a lot of shootings. Yes, we have uh, explosions. We have a, um, a person, a fish person, drowning. Which I don't really know if that would go on the duck and scale. I'm not sure that it would. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I like you said the uh, the the guns left a lot to be desired. They did. I mean, they they looked fine until they, you know, I don't know, proved that they ran on propane. And propane accessories, yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I I don't know. I think uh, I'm going to go with like a a four, and I think that might be generous. I really? Okay. Yeah. I'm. I. I think I'm a little below that. I. I think. I think we have rated some episodes that maybe similar to this even lower than four yeah, i think I'm, four I'm, is I'm too high three. i mean I'm, you know what i'll change mine to a three because i said i was being generous and yeah i think um, three is, is is on it yeah i mean we, we've got some action but you know I, I still think you know saint duggan it is fisticuffs yes it is chucking a chair through a window yeah we didn't get a you know? we didn't get a lot of that no got no, very none of it None of it at all. No, no. All right. Moving on. Gathering close, it's time for the Behind the Coast game. <laughs> all right. Was this spooky? I I really don't <laughs> think it was all that spooky. No. Um, I don't think it was really all that scary. I mean, even even the gunfire wasn't terribly realistic. No. Now, granted, I wouldn't be surprised, depending on the age of your child, uh, if uh, Jenny's creation may trigger discussions on where babies come from. Uh, so maybe be prepared for that, um, because they definitely don't come from machines and they don't come pre-dressed or, you know, <laughs> late teens, early 20s or however old Jenny's supposed to be. They never mention it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, not really scary i i think there may like a child watching it may kind of um see jenny's death and be like oh god and be sad you know at first but you know if they just keep watching the rest of the way through hey yeah she's okay yes she she inhaled some terraforming gas there you go um and then it's all good and it's off to adventure so it's all good adventure time yeah come on all good adventure time so what we need is animated jenny yes and and a dog companion absolutely love it what you're saying i'm fine with it okay i'm down maybe she became fiona and we didn't know oh there you go (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so uh next time which is going to be next week yeah uh because i'm going on vacation um as i said at the top i'm gonna go be i'm gonna be visiting my family for the first time in over a year and that's gonna be a lot of fun uh so we're we're just doing back to backs here and uh next week we're going to be watching an episode we said we were go or i had picked a couple of weeks ago and then changed my mind but this time we're doing it for real we're gonna be watching cold war Starring Matt Smith as the Doctor, Jenna Coleman as Clara Oswalt. It was written by Mark Gatiss and directed by Douglas McKinnon. Douglas McKinnon. Um, yeah, so we're going to be uh, watching that, and I feel like um, 
the captain of that ship is from Game of Thrones, and Very he's a great, great character on Game of Thrones in that. Also, Matt yeah. Smith, now a part of that lore. I know. So I'm weird. Very blonde. You see the yeah, the picture of him is Oh my gosh, it's 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 weird, I think mostly because I'm not used to him in like, you know, toe headed blonde hair. Yes. Yes. Um I'm sure he'll be great. He's a great actor. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's just it disconcerting. I'm like, where's that where's that mop of dark hair of yours, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh that that is it for us this week. But uh like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Blue Box UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. And you can head on over to SoundCloud as well, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, our Spreadshirt store has a bunch of new stuff in it, uh, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, if you would like to uh, buy a shirt, you can head on over there. Or if you'd just like to donate to us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, but the message still remains the same. Support your local shops any way you can. Buy stuff from them. Uh, I, I don't know. Retweet them. Share them on Instagram. Do whatever you can to help them out because it's still not great. But we're getting there. No, it's getting there. But, you know, keep supporting. Make yeah. sure you get vaccinated. Yes, please get vaccinated. Oh, my. Please, just do it. Yeah, that's right. Be a Nike commercial. Listen to Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. There you go. Perfect. (laughs) All right. So uh, join us again next week when we talk about Cold War, and we will see you guys then. See ya. I feel like Martha was having a real hard time trying to uh, act uh, with this fish. <laughs>